God never sits still. A changing world scene demands a change in his response to human need. So the Holy Spirit is working in ways few could have predicted. The following stories, rooted in the 1970s and 80s, exemplify the fruit God plans to harvest in the 1990s and beyond. Peterson Sozi and Edi Amin Our first story takes us to Uganda for some surprising developments rooted in the persecutions of Idi Amin. There, a friend of ours, Peterson Sozi, struggled with the call of God in a time of great spiritual conflict. Here is the story as described by the Reverend Don Dunkerley. Kill Peterson Sozi. The order was given to his soldiers by Idi Amin Dada, dictator of Uganda, East Africa, from 1971 to 1979. He tried to turn Uganda into a Muslim state by the mass murder of Christians. By conservative estimate, he killed a half million persons in a country of then eleven million. Indigenous churches were banned. Soldiers and secret police were given orders to search for underground services and kill everyone. Peterson pastored such a church. He had been converted by hearing the scriptures read aloud. The Holy Spirit convicted him of his sins, and he could not stop weeping. He wept for three days. Then he knew his sins were forgiven. He did not yet own a Bible, but led many to Christ by his testimony. His church, which met in a garage, grew rapidly. Soon the congregation overflowed into the yard. The situation was dangerous. Once Peterson had eighty-two new believers to baptize. We cannot do this in secret, he said. We will have to rely on the protection of Jesus, and so that people will know how good his protection is, we will have the baptism in Lake Victoria in the backyard of Amin's palace. That day, under Jesus' protection, Amin's soldiers searched for secret, hidden, underground church services and paid no attention to the large group of people swimming openly in Amin's backyard. One woman in the congregation did not tell her husband where she and their son went on Sundays because he was a member of the secret police and a persecutor of the Christians. One Sunday, Peterson preached on Acts 3, in which the Apostle Peter said to the lame man, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Verse 6. The Apostle helped him up, and the man walked. After the service, the woman's son, a twelve-year-old on crutches, shook the pastor's hand. Remembering the sermon, Peterson said, In the name of Jesus Christ, walk. He helped the boy along, who was soon walking. That day the woman went home with a healed son. Her husband was so thrilled he made his wife disclose the location of the church so he could go worship the God who had healed his son. Soon he told his friends in the secret police, the civil police, the military police, and the marines, who all went to see for themselves what God was doing in the garage. Many were converted there. Edison Sempa was a marine who gave his life to Jesus Christ in the garage. Later he was the only born-again Christian on guard duty at Entebbe Airport the night of the Israeli raid. By an amazing series of miracles, though he lost his leg in the raid, he was the only survivor. Today, he is an evangelist who walks around Uganda on a prosthesis, living proof of the power of Jesus to deliver. 
When the order came to kill Peterson Sozi, the born-again soldiers warned him. He considered fleeing to Kenya but decided to stay and rely on Jesus' protection. He never even moved his home. He was arrested more than once and managed many amazing escapes. Once he held a conspicuous public evangelistic crusade for three days in a major city. The very soldiers who had orders to kill him but had been converted stood, rifles at the ready, and protected the illegal preaching of the gospel. When Amin was overthrown in 1979, the churches came out of hiding. Peterson formed the Back to God evangelistic team in Uganda that is both well-known and effective. Today, Idi Amin is gone, while Peterson Sozi still preaches the gospel. Are you Presbyterian or Pentecostal? In time.